the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for your presence today. Genesis, which means origin, is the book of beginnings. There we find the origin of all things, the universe, all living things, the first worship, the first marriage, the first temptation, the first sin as a result of the first temptation, the first judgment as the result of the first sin, the first salvation, the first family, the first murder, the first destruction of the world. Listen as Pastor Randa reminds us of who God is, the source of everything. You want to take notes, so have your Bible, pen, and paper handy. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. Huh? I have given you all things, even as green herbs, but you shall not eat flesh. You know what flesh? That's what? He's meat. You, you shall not eat meat with it's life that is the blood. In other words, don't eat meat with blood in it. When I, when I eat a steak, I don't want a rat steak. Now, you might eat a rat steak. I want my steak to look cooked. I want all that stuff that might be hanging around in there to be dead and gone. Huh? Y'all talking about, I like it right. The blood is oozing all out and all that. No, 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 no. Clean it up. Cook it. I want it sizzling, hot, and ripe, and tender, and juicy. Yeah, you can eat meat. And so these folks talking about we need to go back and be vegetarian. If they want to be a vegetarian, you can be a vegetarian. But if I want a steak, let me have my fried chicken and my steak. Just don't have too much of it. Huh? I don't eat fried chicken every day. I love, you know, preachers love fried chicken. <laughs> now, you know that. You just know that. Very rare you find a chicken, a, 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 a preacher, somebody, they don't like fried chicken. And I'm going to eat me some fried chicken. I'm just not going to eat it every day. I eat it once in a while. That's right. I come over to your house and I eat it and I go back and I discipline myself. And I walk that part off. Because I don't want to be spread all out here in front of this pulpit and I'm grunting to make every step. I want to be able to move. What you think about that? I want to be able to move. Limbo! They were feeding me at that Usher's Fellowship yesterday and everybody, they went, one person put cake, another person put cobbler, and they put this, and this part. I tell them, Y'all must don't want me to preach tomorrow. I cannot eat all of this. Bring me some foil and some cups and let me put this stuff away. Tomorrow and the next day is fine, but I can't eat all this today. I got to use common sense. I can't let, then y'all blow me up and talk about I'm getting big. And you made me big. (laughs) Nothing wrong with meat. If you want to be a vegetarian, 
be a vegetarian, but don't impose that on me. If I choose not to eat meat some days, that's fine. Just because you want to be that way, you be that way as unto the Lord. And if I want to eat some meat, let me eat some meat within reason and let me have it as unto the Lord. And then we all exercise freedom in the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Huh? Oh God, this is just so delicious. Look at verse 30. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the heavens and to every thing that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green, look, I have given every green plant for food. Everything that moves on the earth before the fall, everything, man, woman, animals, all ate green plant life. And it was so, verse 31, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good, and there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. This verse says, and to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. All those categories. And it was so. In this perfect environment, animals did not even devour one another for food. Like they're doing now how uh, lions have to run after their prey. Everything they needed was provided by God in green plant life. And you know what, during the millennial kingdom, everything is going to reverse back to its pre-fall state. That's a whole other thing. We had to talk about the lambs. We'll lay down with the lion and the ox. The, the lions and all these people will eat straw and all these things. They'll eat what they used to eat before the fall. Your baby can just ride on the back of a lion, kick him in the side and play with him, mess with all of his hair around there and just pull on him and put his whatever. And the, all the lion to do is just lick him. Tigers and all these folk. Because the curse will be lifted. How do we summarize this? Number one, our hearts should be moved to worship and adoration for our creator and savior. As we look at this vast creation, its intricate and meticulous design, along with the beauty and order of the solar system, beholding the wondrous works of a creative majestic God, should move us to unrestrained praise and worship. As we see God's wisdom, power, and the grandeur of his creation on display, this gives witness to the existence of a creator who is God. When you see the vastness of this universe, when you look up and just see, have you looked at it, the stars and the mountains and uh, the valleys and the ravines and all you can say is how great thou art. When you ride up in the sky in the plane and look down on the clouds and see the majesty of those clouds in its various formations, all you can say is wow, you're an awesome God. No one of the psalmist says in Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. You, can, you talk about there is no God, you look around and you can't even miss God. And if you can't see God's creation and conclude there is a God, no one of the psalmist says in Psalms 14.1, you are a fool because a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. 
when you can see the sun and when you can see the, the birth process of, 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 of babies coming out of the womb of a mom and all of these things and they say, ain't no God, you're the biggest fool in America. You got to be a fool. If there's a watch, there's a watchmaker. These glasses are indicative of the fact that there's a glass maker. These glasses just didn't happen to come by some big boom or chance or some bouncy theory. Somebody made the glasses. And somebody's getting money off the product. Huh? It's amazing. You go to Grand Canyon or somewhere, it's so expensive. I mean, I've been to Grand Canyon. It's just magnificent. And yet they charge you all that money to see what God made. <laughs> huh? God made all this stuff. Niagara Falls. And you, you have to pay all this money to go see it. All of my, go to the zoo. You can't go to that zoo free. Talking about this is God creation, let me in. <laughs> let me in here. I'm, I, I'm saved, and those are his critters in there, and I want to see what God made. Uh, God created Adam and Eve right in the midst of a zoo. Right in the midst of a zoo. They had to go nowhere. The zoo was all around them. They didn't have to ride through some park and roll up their windows. As Pastor Rander continues today's teaching, he reveals to us the monumental contribution of Genesis, the first book of the Bible, from a historical and foundational perspective, spanning the scriptures as a whole, all the way to the Revelation, the last book of the Bible. In other words, God is Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Listen as Pastor Rander continues to minister to us today through this powerful and enlightening message from the Word of God. Uh, God created Adam and Eve right in the midst of a zoo. Right in the midst of a zoo. They had to go nowhere. The zoo was all around them. They didn't have to ride through some park and roll up their windows. (laughs) Psalms 102 verse 25 says, Of Of old you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. (sighs) So our hearts should be moved to worship and adoration for our creator and savior as we look upon the vastness of his creation. Number two, God is glorified through structure and order. That is big. People hate structure and they don't like art. Why we got to do it this way? I don't Listen, we got to have some structure. You have to have some rules of operation. You got structure in the military. Huh? That's right. You go to jail, there's structure. That's right. They tell you when to get up, when to go to bed, when to bathe, when to do this, when to do that, when to eat. And they know how to put you in solitary confinement, all that. It's structure. Your kids, you talking about I can't handle them? Well, they're getting a situation where they will be handled. So God is glorified through structure and order. Therefore, he takes an earth that is void, dark, and without form, and meticulously creates a universe filled with design, filled with beauty, filled with structure, a universe that is filled with order, a universe that is filled with light and life, that is in perfect balance and totally complete. 
If anything get out of balance, we out of here. Even how the earth tilts on its axis and everything is just with such precision. Everything is in line with the creative process to the, to the point that if anything get out of sync just that much, we messed up. Messed up. Psalms 33, 6 and 9 says, By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and all the host in them by the breath of his mouth. Let there be, and God said, and so forth. Verse 9, For he spoke, and it was done. He commanded, and it stood fast. People hate structure and order. And so, uh, we have to have structure in the church. God is a God of order. Order. You want order in your home, order in your business. You don't want, you, even today, you don't want everything just come up, somebody just jump up here and say this, and somebody come up here right now and say, well, I want to do a little song, and I want somebody else saying, and then all of a sudden the choir, well, I think the choir ought to sing it, and somebody else say, well, I want to give a talk, and somebody say, I got something to say, I got an announcement I want to make. My dog's going to pet more today, and all this kind of thing, you know? <laughs> just, wait a minute. Sit yourself down and be quiet. And prepare to receive what thus saith the Lord. That's right. We got to have order in the house. Satan loves confusion. He loves it. And some folk, every time they enter somebody's presence, it's nothing but confusion. And that is just as demonic as it can be. Just confusion. Number three. God created the universe to bring himself Pleasure. He said, why did he create, create the universe? He created the universe to bring himself pleasure. God created man and woman to glorify and to have fellowship with him. That's why he created us. Matter of fact, he didn't create us like robots and put us on strings. No, he made us free, volitional creatures who wants to have a relationship with him. We'll be talking about that a little later on. And so God created the universe for his pleasure. And then he created man and woman for, for his glory and for fellowship with him. Isaiah 43, 7 says, everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. God says that. I look, in Revelation, we're going to still, in Revelation 4, 11, you, you see praise in heaven. We're around the throne of God and, and, and the saints and the creatures and all of us are saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Even in heaven around the throne, we're going to be giving glory to God, fellowshipping with him, communing with him. For you created all things, even in heaven. There's an acknowledgement of God being the creator of the universe. For you created all things and by your will, they exist and were created. Even in heaven, there's an acknowledgement of God creating it all. A couple of more and I'll be done. Number four, we must not worship the things created by God, but rather the God of creation. We must not worship the things created by God, but rather we must worship the God of creation. We're not to worship created things. Some of you are good at that. Spend all your time texting. Little Bible to no Bible. Huh? Emailing. Little Bible to no Bible. Just talking about how you doing. What you doing today? What you do today? Well, I went to the kitchen. What else you do? Go to, who cares about you going to the kitchen? Go to the kitchen. 
I'm at the store. I'm at the, just, just, just chit-chatting, just chit-chat, nothing. Just gazing at the internet and the blackberries and the palm pilots and all this stuff. Your kids, the television. And they become television addicts, the little addicts, because you're a big addict. Huh? It goes on and on and on. The gods of this world. Uh, Exodus 20, 3 through 5 says, You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them, for I, the Lord, your God, am a jealous God. And all these celebrities on TV, and all these stars, and singers, and rock groups, and all, you got them, and it's going over and over in your ears, and you don't even play the word of God over and over in your ears. Huh? They're hollering, people are hollering and screaming and paying big bucks to see somebody on stage and come in here and won't even give you tithes. You pay big money to go into venues you know you ought not be at, to drink something you ought not be drinking, huh? Playing the lottery and all this stuff. You're addicted to trying to win the big one when, when, when your, your funds are not under divine management and you wonder why you broke. All of it is not about the economy. Some of it is about your foolishness. If you straighten up and allow God to have your finances and you put everything under God's divine ownership, God will keep you, will stretch your resources in the midst of economic hardship and by bad times. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs, go to the end. The ant don't put a whole loaf of Mrs. Bear's bread on his back. He put it down in the ground a crumb at a time. And some of y'all haven't saved no crumbs. So when you get in economic hard time, you want to blame everybody but yourself. You need to get over yourself and stop talking about what the government ain't doing. It should be done. And save yourself some money and use some common sense to the glory of Almighty God. Why don't you say Amen. <laughs> It's the government fault. Shut up! It's your fault. It's your fault you didn't say in the best. Your fault. Your fault. You splurging and got 500 channels. It's your fault. You shall not have no other God before me. Last but not the least, we must be good stewards of God's creation. We must be good stewards of God's creation. Every human being was made in the image of God. That's Saddam Hussein, that's Hitler, huh? And that's all these other ones. I can't name right now, but you know it all. Everybody was made in the image of God. Everybody. In the Im- Therefore, we must not hurt, harm. Huh? We must not exploit our brothers and sisters by creation or salvation. We must not abuse children. We must not steal and pilfer and take what is not ours to take without permission. We must not cheat. On the taxes that create, your cheating create economic problems too. If all of America would stop cheating 
and then the government leaders would manage what they get, listen, the budget would be balanced. Did you hear what I said? You all want me to preach that? Did y'all get that? The Holy Ghost just gave me that. <laughs> if all you who cheat on your taxes would stop cheating, huh? start with God first. If you, you cheat God, you cheat anybody. Huh? And then those who are in leadership would use good sense in, in budgetary decisions. The budget could be balanced. Somebody to put me on Fox News or CNN or CNBC, ABC, so I can say that. YouTube that. And by the way, don't put me on Facebook without my permission. I've been seeing my, that's my, people are like, Pastor, you on Facebook? I said, I'm on Facebook. And I be looking, I said, oh, how did I get, I didn't authorize nobody to put me on Facebook. Only thing you can put me on Facebook for is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't be showing me. I ought to be able to have some fun with the kids without knowing you looking at me. I got to, before I can do anything, I got to look around and see who's taking a picture. That's a side note. Man. <laughs> don't cheat because we're an image of God don't lie on one another don't gossip about one another don't slander one another don't run me down don't run each other down don't run people down don't run folk you don't like down don't murder anyone physically or with your mouth you say well I haven't killed nobody yes you have you killed them with your mouth you killed their spirit you killed them you killed them Life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's the scripture, y'all. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Genesis 9, 6 says, whoever sheds man's blood, some of y'all don't like capital punishment, but it's in the Bible. It's all over the Bible. New Testament and Old Testament. So don't get mad at me. Talk about, talk to the God. It's right here in Genesis 9, 6, right here. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man, his blood shall be shed. That's right there. For in the image of God, he made man. That's right. Now don't get mad at me. Don't go throw, throw rocks at me and don't put rocks in your own jaws. That is right there. If you haven't torn that page out, it's right there. And it's, I can give you a whole lot of more scriptures. It's right there. Just because you don't like it, who cares that you don't like it? It's still what the word of God says. As I conclude, let me recite this song. God and God alone created all of these things we call our own. From the mighty to the small, the glory in them all is God and God alone. I say God and God alone reveals the truth to all we call unknown. 
And the best and worst of man won't change the master's plan is God and God alone. God and God alone is here to take the universe's throne. Let everything that lives reserve its truest praise for God and God alone. God and God alone. One of these old days will be the joy of our eternal home. He will be your one desire and our hearts will never tire with God and God alone. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Maranatha Bible Church celebrates 30 years of service to the glory of God for his abundant favor and immeasurable blessings in two celebratory services. Join us for an evening of praise, worship, and fine dining on Friday, May the 18th, 2018, featuring musical artist and stellar award winner Micah Stampley at the Marriott Northwest Ballroom. 3233 Northwest Loop 410, San Antonio, Texas. Advanced ticket purchases at $50 per person are available through Thursday, May the 10th, 2018 by contacting April at 210-821-5683, extension 222. You are also invited to our celebratory worship service and musical on Sunday, May the 20th, 2018 at 10 a.m. at Maranatha Bible Church located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas. The Maranatha Bible Church family looks forward to celebrating the amazing goodness of God with you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.